Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I dive into the world of adaptogens. What are they and are they the de-stressor in a pill that you've been waiting for? Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you're staying safe amidst the COVID lockdown craziness. My name's Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and... So far, as I record this episode, I'm in Canberra. We are still COVID-free and not in lockdown. But I hope you guys are staying safe. My heart goes out to all of the Australians and those broader in the world who are listening to the show who are currently doing it tough in lockdown and isolating or with sick loved ones or if you lost loved ones due to this pandemic It's been, you know, quite a ride. Life as we know it has well and truly been fully disrupted and upheaved. And I guess it sort of comes in really nicely with the topic that I'm chatting to you guys about today, which is adaptogens, which their main claim is to help you manage your stress. And so, of course, this pandemic, more than anything that the Western world has endured since all the wars... Um, has caused a lot of stress um, and poor mental health within millions of people around the globe. Of course, there's so much uncertainty around it. You know, we're managing extra responsibilities. Hello, homeschooling. There's potential income losses, job losses, dealing with people behaving badly. Just this morning, I um, was having to deal with a client who Uh, late cancelled, abused my team member over the phone about being charged a late fee, which is very clearly communicated and is very lenient and generous compared to other practices um, and who also refused to pay a previous bill from another consultation. And, you know, so people behaving badly, they do behave more bad, I find, during lockdowns, you know, but we're also missing loved ones. We can't travel, you know, we can't see people. Maybe we had plans not coming to fruition, holidays cancelled, weddings postponed. Like it's been crazy. There's a lot going on. And so things are really tough right now. And, you know, I think with all this stress actually comes a really strong desire to find something to help us cope with it. We we don't like as humans dealing with or, or sitting with and feeling intense negative emotion and we want to make it go away. Um, and that's why things like emotional eating is a thing. It's why alcoholism is a thing. It's why taking drugs is a thing because all of these things help dampen and dull intense negative emotion, which is just, it's a tough burden to bear. And so one of the things that has popped up more recently over the last couple of years, and in particular, I've started seeing ads for it in my social media feeds, are these things called adaptogens. And they're often pills or powders um, that you can take and they're like, yeah, they're going to help you de-stress. So have you heard of them? Have you bought some? And are you thinking, are they legit? And can they help me? Because maybe they cost you a fortune and you're thinking, "Mm, is this good? Maybe you're taking them and you are feeling less stressed. And so you're like, maybe this is a real deal. Hmm, interesting. Well, let's get stuck into the science of adaptogens. I just want to thank my intern, Chelsea, 
from the University of Canberra. She's also been doing a nutrition internship for the last eight weeks here at the Healthy Eating Clinic with me. Again, just on the internship, we're teaching nutrition students how to unbiasedly and critically review the evidence for claims that they see popped up on social media about nutrition, because as you know, a lot of it is incorrect. And so I want to be able to equip future nutritionists who are going to end up doing jobs like mine, um, just give them the ability and the confidence to yeah, answer questions and, and debunk or support different claims with confidence. And so Chelsea's been spending the last couple of weeks doing adaptogens and she's put together a lovely little summary for me, which is going to help me with today's episode. So thank you, Chelsea. So the past couple of years, like I said, adaptogens have become a bit of a wellness buzzword. They've made very popular by celebrities, surprise, surprise, Gwyneth Paltrow, Mandy Moore, Jennifer Aniston. Like seriously, Jennifer Aniston, I mentioned her with the alkaline diet. Like she is into the things. Um, And so of course there's these kind of like magic little pills um, that will do so many amazing things for you, cost you, you know, between 60 and 80 bucks a month. And yeah, they're they're what you've got to have. So essentially adaptogens are a class of herbs and roots that are marketed very widely as having the ability to control your stress, manage your weight and help you not only survive, but thrive. Isn't that lovely? But you might be wondering, is that really quite true? So what I want to do is just give you a little bit of background into adaptogens some stress theory and just talk about how this process might be working or how it might not be working. In the next episode, I'm then going to chat through some of the key statements made about adaptogens and we're going to go through and say whether there's science to support each of those claims. So a little bit of history. Adaptogens were introduced to the medical world in the 1950s and were classed as a group of herbal Chinese medicines that increase the body's state of non-specific resistance during stress. So they can be consumed as a supplement in food or mixed into your favourite liquid beverage. So before we start to talk about how adaptogens actually work and you know, what's this thing, non-specific stress. I just want to give you a little bit of background. So in 1936, Hans Selye, I don't know how to say his last name, S-E-L-Y-E, he developed the general adaptation, sorry, the general adaption syndrome, gas, to describe how the body reacts to a stressor. And so he came up with three stages as part of his theory. The first stage is alarm. So the body's flight or fight response. Hormones are released to increase our heart rate, breathing rate, and our muscles are activated, which allow our bodies to take action quickly. Tiger, run from tiger, right? Car braking in front of you quickly, slam your foot on brake quickly so you don't hit them, right? That's the alarm phase. Second phase is resistance. If the stress continues, the body enters what's called the nonspecific resistance phase, which basically keeps the body's response activated at a higher level to help fight off the stressor. This, however, leads to resources or hormones depleting as the body can't sustain this phase forever. I think this is the key here is like ongoing stress and staying in this kind of like heightened state. And I've certainly felt this with 
battling anxiety on and off over the years is that throughout the day, I'm just in this heightened state. My heart's beating faster. I feel a little breathless, I'm slightly nauseous and I'm like, bah! I'm just feeling stressed and anxious. And there's, there's nothing, the thing is, is that there's nothing particularly bothering me. It's just I'm on guard and on edge. So this is this resistance phase that this guy is talking about which is super interesting, called the non-specific resistance. And then lastly is exhaustion. So the exposure to the stressor has prolonged and the body no longer has the energy or resources to fight the stressor. This can lead to illness and health issues as the body's immune system becomes suppressed. So this is his theory. Now, I just want to say that I actually don't know, based on this theory, whether this has been debunked since 1936 or it's been supported by research or where his theory has come you know, sort of where its place is within modern psychology. So, and I haven't actually had time to get to know that a little bit more. Essentially though, the whole idea of adaptogens is based on this theory. And I think when a product is based on a theory coined in 1936, and then we don't really have any information past that, is um, we take it with a grain of salt. And one good example of that is that I was just a full side note is I was watching this video on Instagram that popped up in my feed of this guy who was recommending to people to drink their own urine because it would it would boost your health. And I was just like, no, no, nah. I draw the line at that. And I did a comment and I was like, this is really um, irresponsible posting because this is actually not true. It is not healthy to drink your own urine. And people were like slamming me like urine is um, sterile. There's no bacteria in it and blah, blah, blah. And they everything. And I, so I, I went and found a study and yes, in the 1920s, we thought that urine was sterile and there were snow germs. However, we've since gone on because, you know, it's now 2021 to, to show that, that urine is not sterile and is full of bacteria. And so drinking it is, is a really bad way of getting bad bacteria into your body, but I digress. So back to adaptogens. So essentially what we're looking at is that the idea is that these Chinese herbal medicines increases the body's state of non-specific resistance. So it's kind of the theory is, is that it's helping your body in that resistance phase. So it takes longer to exhaustion. So essentially adaptogens work by tweaking the body's production of hormones and physiological adaptations to stretch, which allow the body to maintain equilibrium for longer periods of time within the non-specific phase of stress. This helps avoid the body going into exhaustion. Make sense? So this is, this is the theory of how they work. So the types of adaptogens include ashwagandha, 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 ginseng, holy basil, licorice, maca, rhodiola, rosea, and many more. Besides claiming to relieve the body from stress, adaptogens also claim to help you lose weight, fight fatigue, lower your blood sugar, help treat cancer, enhance sex drive and fertility, boost brain function, improve your immune system, improve energy and stamina. And this is what really starts to bother me about adaptogens is that then they start to go, "Mm, we can do all these things and start to draw all these long bows from our original purpose of reducing nonspecific stress or helping in that phase to now we can do all these things. And so what I'm going to go over in tomorrow's episode is looking at the most popular and widely researched adaptogens. So ashwag, ashwagandha, 
and ginseng are the ones that pop up the most and they have the ones that are most commonly used in the supplements. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to address the form of their biggest claims, which is that they help with stress management, they help with weight loss, they reduce the risk and help treat cancer and they lower blood sugar levels. So pretty big claims for some pretty little herbs. So join me in tomorrow's episode to find out more about whether these claims are true or not. Thanks for tuning in team. We'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.